0: Boy, it's June 3rd, 1942. World War II is in full effect. Six months ago, Japan attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7th, forcing America into the war. In the months following that, Japan had expanded out occupying the Philippines, Hong Kong, Singapore, Thailand, Netherlands, East Indies, and parts of the East Coast of China. America bombed Tokyo in the Doolittle Raids a month ago, and in May, America and Japan clashed in the Battle of the Coral Sea. Now... The most influential battle in the Pacific is about to take place as Japan and America's naval fleets steam towards each other to fight over a tiny island called Midway. Welcome to Cheeky Tales, a podcast where two mates tell each other interesting stories, whether they be crazy occurrences, mysteries, or in today's case, a historical event. I'm John, and this is Aaron. Hello. And today, I'll be telling you the story of the Battle of Midway. A bit more of a serious tale today, boy. Uh, but there's just some amazing events in this battle that pretty much changed the course of history.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't use that.
1: What do you What do you know about the War in the Pacific or even just World War II? I have, do, like I've watched, a, I've, I've, wow, I've watched a few things. Netflix has about 8,000 documentaries uh, on World War Two. Battle of Midway, though, I, I don't really know a tonne about. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very interesting. There is a, uh,
0: I'll mention this later on, but I can bring it up now. There is a movie on Amazon video called
1: Midway. It's very good. There is a movie on Amazon costs about a dollar, dollar 15. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. It, uh, that's, that one's free. You don't have to pay oh, for that one. I don't know if that's the case. Cause, well, you uh, have to pay your subscription. Someone paid $1.15 and it wasn't you, was it? That was a different movie. That was... Well, when I checked the view history, it was the Battle of Midway or the Midway... What's it called? Midway. Midway. No. It, really? That was that was the video. That was the movie that you were slightly through. So, for context, John has my Amazon Prime login. <laughs> and one night, I'm just sitting here like, you know, 9.30 at night. I'm like, huh, why have I just been charged $1. fifteen by Amazon Prime? <laughs> Cue an hour and a half of investigation thinking my account's been hacked to find it's just John watching a movie with his wife. Forgot I was logged in as you, but thank you for sharing you it with me. You have your own account. I do, but thank
0: you for- oh, I didn't <laughs> when I asked to borrow yours, but thank you for sharing it with me, boy. Yeah,
1: I hope you enjoyed that $1.15 movie.
0: It was It was actually very good. I do recommend it. If you find today's episode interesting, go watch it. They, It's dramatized a little bit and they- obviously foreshadow events that happen later on, but it is good and it's quite accurate to the events that happened. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, well, before we get too far into it, I just want to pause here for a moment to recognise all the men and women who fought and lost their lives in these battles, both American and Japanese, and also just wanted to thank all our past and present Australian Defence Force members for their service. Nice. Nice. I would like to echo that sentiment. uh, There were quite a few people who lost their lives in, in this battle um, and over the course of all wars, and I just wanted to pay respects to those people and the people who are currently serving our nation.
1: Yeah, we uh, we know a few. And we do. We're very thankful.
0: All right. Well, so first off, there's a few things I mentioned in that little intro. One was Pearl
1: Harbor. Yep. Surely you've heard of Pearl Harbor. I have heard of Pearl Harbor. Radio. Right so. Fantastic movie. It is important in a certain way. <laughs> Bet that one didn't cost me a dollar fifteen.
0: No, it also also is a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so there is something important in the attack on Pearl Harbor for us. Not that it just was six months before Midway. It was the fact that obviously the Japanese attacked America. Yep. And it brought America into the war. Sure did. Big Um, way. Big way. So it happened early on a Sunday morning and there was no warning. The entire attack lasted about 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, The important thing for us to take out of this though is that all of America's carriers were not at Pearl Harbor during Mm -hmm. the attack.
1: I think I know a little bit about Pearl Harbor, and it makes no sense that they attacked, really. They didn't get what they wanted to get, which was the carriers. Well, they, they did in a way. So, at this point in history,
0: it was a transitional period be- between the dominant power in naval battles. So, coming out of World War One to World War Two, and the Japanese still believe this, is that the dominant power in naval battles was battleships. So, they knew the carriers weren't there, but all eight um, US battleships were at dock and they thought it was too good of an opportunity to pass up. So they attacked anyway and they were able to, um, I think it was two battleships that were destroyed out of all the ones that were attacked. Six got repaired and sent back in. I think out of all the ships that were attacked, I think three were not repaired and unserviced. Yeah. But all of the, oh, I, I don't have the um, the number of how many ships were in dock at the at the A point. lot of money. A lot of money. It's a lot, a lot of, of time. money. Yeah. yeah. So the important, like I said, the important part for us is that the carriers weren't, at Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. when the Japanese attacked. So as I mentioned, it was a transitional period. The dominant naval power was changing from battleships to carriers because a battleship, you kind of have to see your enemy to be able to attack them yep. because they have a range of about 20 miles, whereas an aircraft carrier has a range of 200 miles. You don't have to see your enemy to attack them. Yeah. So that's that transitional period. They're starting to work out, well, hang on a minute. We can actually attack other ships and fleets without... Getting too close and putting ourselves in too much danger. Yeah. So this is the transitional period. I also mentioned the Doolittle raids. Do you know what the Doolittle raids are?
1: They do mention. They do get into that in the Pearl Harbor movie at the end. Yeah, which I've not seen. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'll make a lot of references to things I'd no idea about. Okay, fair so enough. Doolittle raids, all right? Yes. So, they, is, did it involve Doctor Doolittle? No, but all it right. was cheap joke. I don't
0: have his rank. I think it was Colonel or Commander. It, his name was. His last name was Doolittle. I would assume so. Yeah. So what they did with the Doolittle raid is they launched army bombers off of aircraft carriers right. and bombed Tokyo. So you got to think about army yeah, bombers. it's a bomber, which
1: They're, is a big ass plane. Well,
0: they do have bombers that take off from carriers. But All not, right. But like I'm picturing like a big ass bomber. It's not. It's I would say it's a medium bomber. So right. it's two engine. Um, for people out there who know, it's a B-25B Mitchell bomber. So, two engines can carry bombs. They're not designed to take off from aircraft carriers. They're designed to take off from... A runway? A runway. So Like they ha- most planes? They had to do some modifications. They had to lose some weight. They yeah. added extra... Put it on diet. Yeah, they added extra Get fuel it. tanks. They had foldable fuel tanks put in. Hot so, bomber summer. So, once the fuel was empty, they could kind of like, again, less weight. Yeah, ditch. Speaking of ditch, that was the plan. Mm. So, if this plane's not designed to take off from a carrier, do you reckon it's designed to land on a carrier? No. No, so the plan was take off, bomb Tokyo, and then fly to unoccupied part of China and yep. ditch. Chinese would look after him, et cetera. So with the Doolittle Raid, not much damage was done to actual Tokyo. It was more of a, um, a morale boost for the US and a demoralizing for the Japanese. Propaganda. Because, yeah, this well, not so much propaganda, but it's an actual attack on yeah, Japan's yeah. capital. Gotcha. Like, so this is important for us. I'll bring this up because it's going to come up later that the Japanese start to realize maybe the carriers are important. So this is another example of why carriers are important. They've been able to launch an attack and strike Tokyo. Yeah. I also mentioned in our little thing, the Battle of the Coral Sea. Heard of that one? Nope. Okay. I'm not going to be a great no. everyman for this. No. I've heard of nothing. I don't I don't think, well, this, that's the point of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. So the Battle of the
1: Coral Sea. Was it in the Coral Sea? Yes. 10 points to Gryffindor. Do you know where that is? Uh, Coral Sea, it's like up north, isn't it? Like it's above us, above Queen- uh, Australia. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's in uh, the Indonesian area. It's north of Indonesia, right? It's in, I believe
0: it's northeast or just east of... We might have to look it up. I did forget to actually write down where it is. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Yeah, of course. Okay.
1: So the Coral Sea, according to Google Maps, the Coral Sea is east of uh, Queensland. Okay. So it's sort of like before you get to the Solomons and stuff. Yeah. So the Battle of Coral Sea... Coral Sea is east of Queensland, which is on the eastern side of Australia. Yes, it happened a month before the Battle of
0: Midway. Yeah. Uh, the significance of this battle is it was the first time in history two aircraft carrier like two aircraft carrier fleets engaged each other. So beforehand, they've had little skirmishes where you've had an aircraft carrier fleet launch planes and attack like an island or some other ships and stuff. This is the first time aircraft carriers on opposing sides, sides slapping each other, slapping each other. Yeah. The other significance in history for this battle is I mentioned it before: no ships directly fired at each other. Okay, so in this in the Battle of the Coral Sea. Yeah. Okay. So there was no ship-to-ship battle. No broadsides. No broadsides or anything like that. That's so, this is the first time in history in that happened. I know. Talked to each other. Uh, cool. <laughs> Staying in. Okay. Um, so yeah, and both sides claimed victory here. Okay. So the Japanese were claiming victory. I love that. Yeah, we won. No, we won. Okay. Pretty much what happened because they won on ships sunk. Yeah. So, yeah. the Japanese
1: sunk more American ships. That, like, there's not really a, like, how do you determine who won? It's just everyone just agrees.
0: Well, they don't even agree. They don't get together after. They're
1: still at war. They don't get together after. I, like, together. I, I guess, won that battle. Yeah. Okay. you fair, fair call. You did. No. Victories, like, winning the war means you can write history, right? Like, history is yeah. written by the victors. So, you can have a terrible loss and then down the line just be like, oh, massive win for us. Yeah. Good, yeah. Great battle. It's just their media
0: back in their home country. Yeah. Saying we won this because we sunk this many ships, we yeah. only lost this many. Propaganda. So the Japanese claimed that they did that, where whereas the Americans claim they won because it was the first battle from the start of like Japan and America entering the war where um, Japan was actually stopped from completing their mission pretty much. Yeah. So like I rattled off all those other countries before where Japan was expanding. They just rolled through, pretty much taking what they wanted. There was yeah. they never actually got stopped. This was they were stopped. America took heavy casualties and losses, but J- Japan stopped from being able to take the uh, Coral Sea, which is yeah. that area in there. Is uh, this
1: about the point where there was, like, submarines in... Yeah, in Sydney Harbour. Yeah. Yeah. So, also, well,
0: it might have been a little bit before. I, um, I do remember reading, it was about February, uh, when Japan was expanding its, um, I guess, front line. They, they bombed Darwin. Yeah. And the interesting fact about that is that there were actually more bombs dropped on Darwin than there
1: was at Pearl Harbor. Yeah, it is actually... It's crazy to me that that's not something we know more about, right? Like, i it's its something that just gets mentioned every so often. Like, oh, the Japanese bombed Darwin. Literally, World War II was happening on Australia. Yep. And we don't really talk about it. Don't really talk about it. It's like it's, we know more about American history as Australians than we do about the fact that we had people bombing us. I, I believe yeah. part of the Japanese plan was to invade
0: the northern end of Australia. And why? Why go for the northern bit with nothing in it? Well, they got to start somewhere. They got to work yeah, their true. way down. True. So they will all check pretty
1: apologies much apologies to Darwin and, you know, <laughs> anywhere north of Rockhampton. <laughs> <laughs> Japan was chasing resources. Yeah. They had limited resources There's going to the There's plenty of iron up there.
0: Oil. They needed oil. They were they went into this war short of oil. Yeah.
1: To make fuel. So
0: that's why they went so hard and so fast
1: quickly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Paying out the top half of Australia.
1: Beautiful I mean, there's like crocodiles and that plant that if you touch it the wrong way, hurts you forever. Like, that's about it. You don't know about that one? No. There's what? this plant that like, if you if you rub it like one way, so let's say down, if you rub it downwards, it's totally fine. If you rub it the other way, it puts these like microscopic needles through your skin directly to your nerves. Oh. And for like six months, you've just got excruciating pain when you do anything. I've n- not heard of this. I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm now going to be terrified called. of- Plants. Yeah. i want to go anywhere. Yeah. No. When I was up there, when I was a kid, they were like, "Yeah, don't touch anything in the rainforest." Okay. And I'm like, "Oh," because you know, twelve. <laughs> so back to the Coral Sea.
0: Yeah. Um. There's some important parts important parts here to take note of. Japanese lost two fleet carrier carriers. Yep. I'm gonna try and pronounce their names.
1: All right. Let's 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 hear it. Let's hear your Japanese pronunciation. The Shokaku, terrible, and the Zuikaku. Uh, that's gonna be like three percent correct, but. but- I would do no better. It's going to be 100% correct,
0: because I made sure I looked up pronunciations before I got here. Didn't look up how to pronounce pronunciations. No, I didn't. That's a great (laughs) flub, isn't it? Just to flub the word pronunciation.
1: I know how to speak, yes.
0: On the US side, they lost the USS Lexington. It was um, destroyed. Yep. And to the Japanese knowledge, they lost the USS Yorktown. Great name. I like that. Yorktown. I'm glad you remember that because this ship is going to become very important. Okay. But they lost it, right? To the Japanese knowledge.
1: Okay. It, All uh, right. It, Ooh, loading. Yeah, it actually yeah. managed to limp back to Pearl Harbor. Okay, cool. So, to Pearl Harbor? Yes. From the Coral Sea? Yes, damaged. That's a long trip. Damaged. Wow, that's like a quarter of the planet it's gone around to get back to Pearl Harbor. I wish I could tell you how long it took, but I, don't, I didn't look it up. Yeah. Okay. So- that was one piece of feedback I got from someone was, uh, to our first episode. Was just you know you can't Google stuff. I'm like, mm, it's not fun though. It's not fun to pause and Google. <laughs> it's not fun to pause. Just guess. Just guess.
0: I'm not going to guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up for you. Ugh, lame.
1: A doo-doo-doo, a Research. A Interlude. One-handed. One, one finger typing. A Back to the action.
0: Okay. Uh, can't find
1: how long it took. Okay, great. <laughs> I've edited this down in the final mix. But that legitimately took John like five minutes sitting on his phone. And he didn't tell me when he was done. So, he just turned to look at me and I had to ask the question. turned to look at you and going- I don't know. And you know what? This is why we're not doing this is why we're not doing live Googling. Thanks. So you know what? If you want the answer, Google it yourself. Thanks it for doesn't the f- work.
0: Thanks for the feedback, but <laughs> first attempt, not great.
1: <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. All right. We're a month on now. We're on to the battle of midway. Yeah. Okay. So we're like twenty minutes in and we've got to the battle of midway. Which is the title of this episode. There is important things that you needed to know from that. You needed to know- All when- I remember is the USS Yorktown. Well, you needed to know that carriers are starting to become important. They're
0: important. Yeah. They weren't damaged at Pearl Harbor. There was apparently one damaged. Your, your, your favourite
1: ship, the Yorktown. It's going to come I back. I not say it's my favourite ship. It's just got a good name. Why has it got a good name? You tell, why, why does it I have I don't a good- know. It's just a fun name, okay. Yorktown. <laughs> fun to what say. What do you want from me? Like, stats? I don't care. All right, I'm going to give you some quick info
0: on the island itself. Quick facts. So, it's called Midway. Why do you reckon it's called Midway? Well, I'm guessing
1: it's halfway between something and something. It's pretty much halfway between Japan and America. Okay, great. So, who named it? America. America is in control yeah, that, of it. That it, makes sense. It, it, uh, it,
0: yeah. They've got a uh, airfield on Midway. Yep. Um, and they're in control of it. Oh, island, so we,
1: hang on. So, it wasn't called Midway before this? Yeah. I think... I remember reading uh, America had control of it from about 1860, I think. Okay, so they've just named it that at some point. All right, not important. Let's move on.
0: The island itself is an area of 6.2 square kilometers. That's small. It's very small. Yeah, that's a little boy. It's made up of three separate islands. Okay, what? Called Sand, Spit and Eastern. Okay. So- uh,
1: Yep, Eastern
0: Island. I wonder where that is. Well, it's on the east. It's the biggest biggest island. Sand Island has the runway on it. And spit is just like a tiny So little- is it
1: called Sand Island? Yes. Oh, okay. So they've not really tried hard with the naming of this group of islands, have no. they? Eastern, Sand,- I recommend Googling a picture. And Midway. Because it's an atoll. Do you know what an atoll is? It's I do called- know what an atoll is. Oh, that's very good. So anyone that knows me will know that I believe there are too many names for water bodies. I'm starting to think there's too many names for islands as well. Would well, you want to explain what an atoll is? An atoll is like a horseshoe shaped group of islands, Mm -hmm. and the atoll is the islands itself, right? Yes. And then the water is is it a lagoon? No. Kind, kind.
0: It's a shallowish. So the way Midway Atoll is set up is you've got those three main islands down the bottom. Yeah. And there's like a sandbar that goes that horse shaped shoe up to the north. Yeah. So as I said, it's about halfway. So it's about 4,200 kilometers from Japan and about 5,400 kilometers from the. What were those numbers? 4,200 4, and 5,400. Right. So not midway at all. It's pretty close. About 40% way. Um, from the mainland of USA. Yeah. It's closer to Hawaii, obviously. Yeah. Um, and as of 2019, mm-hmm. the approximate population yep. of midway is 40 people. Okay. Also, oh, there's still people there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's a fisheries research and so, the airfield and okay. airbase is still there and there's yeah. uh, fishery. You can't actually go there. I was reading something. They've, they have stopped travel in 2013. You can't actually go there unless you're studying or- Yeah, working there. Yeah, working yeah. there. So, the Japanese plan for Midway, they wanted to destroy US carriers. They yeah. realized their importance after the Doolittle Raid. They've realized how important carriers are. So, they want to destroy the US carriers to control the Pacific. Uh, Because once they could do that, then they could start thinking about invading the west coast of America. Yeah. To Japan, Midway wasn't actually that important of a strategic target for them, but they thought America would think it was. Yeah. So they were coming up with this plan to attack it, which would draw the US carrier fleets out and destroy them. That was their plan. That's what they wanted to do. Yeah. There was only one problem with this boy. Mm -hmm. Can you guess what it is? America wasn't fooled. That's exactly it. Yeah. America was not filled because at that time and previously, I guess the intelligence office were able to decode Japanese transmissions. Yeah. So, they were getting information on movements, etc. It wasn't fully decoded. So, they still had some mysteries like yeah. uh, Japan kept referencing and at- planning an attack on AF, as in the letters AF, <laughs> but they didn't know what where that was. That's funny. In 2021. <laughs> didn't think of that when I was writing this. But, AF. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah. So they were saying that their target's AF, um, and so the American intelligence were like, "Well, we don't even know exactly what they did." So they come up with a little bit of a ruse. Yeah. So the intel—actually, the intelligence officers was a bit hurt after Pearl Harbor.
1: Yeah, because they didn't see it coming.
0: Well, some people were saying that it was possible. Um, Yeah. They were saying, "Yeah, they're going to have an attack here," but um, like the higher ups, the people in command were like, "No, the only—the only way we're going to get attacked here is if it's um, sabotage." Habitation. So, that's why all the planes and stuff were grouped together to be able to protect them easily, which just made them perfect targets for the bombing. Uh, so, yeah, there were people saying Pearl Harbor is going to be attacked. Didn't listen to them. So, yeah. the, the intelligence- Seems like a
1: theme with America. Yeah. Well, the intelligence officer yeah. was
0: like, well, okay, we really need to get this right because we don't want another Pearl Harbor.
1: Yeah.
0: So, they come up with a little bit of a ruse. They decided, they thought, they had a suspicion that Japan was getting ready to attack Midway. Yeah. So, there's a group of islands north of the Pacific. Pacific- um, Atlantean or something like that close to Alaska yeah Japan was looking at attacking them too because that would get them into Alaska and get them uh, like a base to attack the west coast of America so what America did was like hey Midway do you just want to send out a non-coded transmission saying that your desalination plant's busted and you've got like two weeks of fresh water left because you've been out that far out in the ocean that's a bit of a problem right Um, so they did that And then, lo and behold, a day or so later, they started getting intercepting Japanese transmissions saying AF was out of fresh water. So, bam, they had them. They know what it is. They know that the Japanese are planning to attack midway. Great tactic. So, this allowed America to plan a counterattack. Yep. So, they were still... They were intercepting other stuff. They kind of had an idea of what was going to happen. So, they planned accordingly. So, the the guy in charge
1: of America... Was this the philippines guy who's the philippines guy that oh if if i get this wrong sean is gonna kill me i don't think it's the philippines guy general macarthur no isn't he army this is a navy admiral oh man well lucky i can edit this <laughs> so yeah so who was it boy admiral nimitz oh okay i'm sure you've heard of that name before. i have heard of that name where have you heard that name before uh world of warships mate Yes, it's it's, uh, from the Nimitz class. I think it's a carrier. Yeah, I want to say submarine, but I don't think that's true. No, I'm pretty sure the Nimitz class is a top carrier. Live Googling, live, live Googling. Gonna do it faster and probably get an answer. It is aircraft carriers. Thank you very much. The Nimitz class is a class of 10 nuclear-powered aircraft carriers in service with the United States Navy. Are they the ones that have their onboard McDonald's? Bruh. I straight up don't know. I'm pretty sure they have on board McDonald's. These things are massive, though. They are huge. They are cities in themselves. 332 meters long. Yeah. $9.5 billion. All right. Keep going. So, obviously, this guy's important. They
0: named a class of carrier after him. So, Nimitz sent a US fleet to Midway to prepare to defend for it. Yeah. Day before the attack on Midway, which would have been June 2nd. Yep. The Japanese did spend, send a small force to those islands in the north of the yep. Pacific. So they're, they're trying for a trick. They kind of were. I think yep. the Americans saw it as they were trying to trick him. whereas I think it was a bit of a communication problem and they actually went a day earlier than they should have. It was meant to be a simultaneous attack.
1: Ah, okay, so they're meant to do it at the same time, be distracting. Yeah. yeah.
0: The US fleet that was sent to Midway to defend it included the USS, USS Yorktown. Yeah, boy. So, this ship had gone from the Coral Sea, limped back to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. It got back to Pearl Harbor, and they were like, this is going to take, like, three months to fix. Nimitz is like, you got two days. (laughs) They worked 48 hours straight, and they got that thing back
1: into battle, and they sent it back out after 48 hours. You know what that says to me? Somebody is just vastly overestimating in the US Navy. They're like, "Yeah, three months, mate. It'll be forever. Well... I think to to repair it properly, I
0: think yeah uh, what I read it was more patched than repaired. They patched it up okay. in 48 hours right sent it back in the battle. I okay. think they had 1400 workers working on it for 48 hours straight to get it to get it back and then they sent it out and as they were like launching it back out of the harbor, they still had people working on it and they had to like get off as it was leaving the <laughs> harbor
1: Just jump off into the water. I don't Just think either. they were
0: jumping off. I think there was boats there, but nah anyway. That sounds lame. So the thing here is America actually had three aircraft carriers on its way to midnight, mid, midnight, Midway,
1: Yeah. where
0: Japan was expecting two. Okay. So that's like a third of their actual force that yeah. they haven't accounted for. So there's another thing that Japan never planned for. Yeah. So the Japanese uh, attack was going to happen uh, with two groups of carrier groups with two carriers each. They had four going to yeah. attack Midway. They were going to attack with one to draw out the fleet. So, Japan had four carriers. Yes. Okay. America's got three. So, they're going to send two in, draw them out, and then attack with the other two yeah. to finish them off type of thing. Like yeah. a, almost like a pincer maneuver. Hold one back, attack with that once they've done the first one. So, there's lots of names in these attacks. Um, I'm, I'm hopefully not going to get bogged down in details. I might slip a few names out. Yeah. Because if I start saying this name, name this name, it's going to get hard. It's going to There's lots of stuff happening. Yeah. It's going to get confusing. All right. So I'm going to try and be, let you know what's happening, but not be so detail focused. So bear with me. The attack also included an invasion. They were planning to invade Midway by land. So you have like landing things on yeah. Midway to, yeah. to take. They were going to use it as a, as a, a base. base. Yeah. yeah, they wanted the they wanted the landing strip. True. That is correct. So at 6.30am, yeah. Japanese dive bombers and torpedo bombers attacked Midway Island. Problem there is that the runway and the airfield was still usable after that first attack. So they have failed step one. Yep. Yep, great. So that allows uh, American planes to still take off from Midway. So they've got the three carriers plus the base on Midway. Okay, so essentially four carriers. One just can't move. Big old land carrier. Uh, the American dive bombers and like um, army bombers from Midway attacked the Japanese carrier fleets. Yep. Uh, they didn't have a fighter escort. They decided to keep the fighter escort uh, uh, back around Midway to protect Midway. So, Mm -hmm. they were pretty much shot down without doing anything. Oh, So, there was uh, some heavy losses in that first American attack. At 7.10, roughly, I'm only going to mention these first times a couple because it's it's important. The Japanese kept half their planes in reserve. Okay. Uh, They wanted to be able to make sure after that first attack that they could send off another attack pretty soon afterwards. Yeah the admiral, the Japanese admiral ordered his planes to be armed with bombs that could attack ground land targets. Yeah. Because there's a difference between the bombs that will attack a ground target to a bomb that'll attack a ship. So he ordered them to um, put land target bombs on the planes because that first attack, uh, that first wave that attacked Midway, came back and went, hey, we didn't get the airfield. We need to attack it again. Yeah. So that's why he made that order. And this takes about 30 to 40 minutes to arm the planes. Yeah. So they usually, uh, I believe, arm the planes in the hangars below the flight deck. They're not doing it up on the flight deck because
1: they've already got scouting planes out. So aircraft carriers generally are like a hangar underneath. Yep. You've got a big elevator. Yep. They chuck a plane on that. The elevators are actually on the outside. They come yep. up the outside. geared it yep. up onto the top. Yep. Yeet it off into the sky. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Yeah.
0: So you got other ones that come in and then the they will they take the plane down back in to get rearmed yep. and refueled, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. That 30 to 40 minutes to arm the planes goes by. Yep. At 740, Japanese scout planes spots a sizable American carrier group. Big carrier boys. They weren't expecting this. America. So then the Admiral had
1: Everyone knows how that ends. <laughs>
0: The Admiral had a decision here. He was in two minds. He could launch the planes that he just armed for ground attacks on Midway, or he could change, make them, like, go back on his order and say, again. no, no, take them off, put yep. the- um, So, another 40 minutes to swap them back over. To swap them back over. So, the other problem that was going on at this time is that those scouting planes that had already been up. They needed yep. to come back down and land. So, he was having issues with planes needing to land, having to get planes off again, in the attack it wasn't the communication yeah. wasn't very good just too much going on so he made the decision to change the bombs he's like nah swapping back to we're, we're attacking ships because this is a giant carrier group we need to change the, uh, we need to change the bombs that caused a problem
1: yeah can you see what the problem is there well now he's got no planes up he's got no planes up but and even if they sink the carriers still got you know an airfield that's not the problem all right the problem is you mentioned that hangar below the flight yep. deck yeah so instead of,
0: because in, so, there's planes coming yeah. and they're in the middle of the battle, they're not putting away the bombs they've taken off properly. They're not storing them back in the magazines. They're getting oh, left no. in the hangar. Okay.
1: Yeah. You can see where this is going. Yeah. The yeah. uh, so, old powder keg. It's, and that's,
0: the, that's one of the problems they have with the movie. Yeah. But there's a line in the movie where he goes, this place is a powder keg. Like, oh,
1: you don't have to forebode it like that. No, I think you do actually. I You, think that's you mean, just
0: did the same thing.
1: <laughs> I think it's called the laws of storytelling, John. So, yeah, it's creating a giant powder kick. Yeah. Break the fourth wall. <laughs> Stare at the camera and go, oh, boy, that's a hot dispassi mid-de-ball. Don't know why that'd be Italian. So, back at seven o'clock. Am I editing that out? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to look like a dickhead. <laughs> so, back at seven o'clock,
0: um, the American carriers, carriers had already launched. Launched. So, back at seven o'clock. I'm not editing that out. Yes, you are. <laughs> So, back at seven o'clock, the American carriers have already launched a couple of dive bomber squadrons. Yeah. But they're heading in the wrong direction. Okay. So, they needed to go, I think it was about 215 degrees. Yeah. And they were heading like 216 degrees. So, okay. not quite like
1: complete opposite direction, but about 45 degrees. 216 degrees versus 215. That's one degree. No, no. 260. 260. Oh, right? okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, about 45 degrees in the wrong yep. direction. Okay from their yeah so they're like heading off
0: See yeah yeah at the same time there's been a lot of unsuccessful attacks on um, Japanese carriers with the American torpedo bombers yeah so the Americans had problems with their torpedoes the Japanese at Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. had a new style of torpedo and they had wooden fins on them which allowed them to go in the shallow waters of Pearl Harbor yeah the Americans were still working on their torpedoes so they had problems of torpedoes going too deep and going underneath ships. Yep. But, uh, they had problems with them prematurely exploding before they even got to the ship. Yep. Make the joke. No. Nope. They also had problems with the torpedo just ramming into the ship and not exploding at all. So there's like witnesses of... <laughs> 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 there's witnesses of <laughs> Japanese people standing on the boat and just having this clunk of this torpedo slamming into the side of the ship and doing nothing. nothing. Yep. But it did help in a little way because it kept the uh, carriers occupied. It kept, they had to keep changing directions to dodge the torpedoes because they didn't know they were going to slam into them and not blow up. Yeah. So they change changing direction. They, which, When you launch a plane off a carrier it helps to be sailing into the wind creates more lift over the wings gives the planes better chance to take off. Uh, it also helped draw the Japanese fighter planes that were protecting the carrier like their ships yeah. away. So yeah. that was circumstance that happened yeah so those planes that were off in the wrong direction Mm -hmm. they were starting to run out of fuel so they're going hey guys yeah are these ships one of their one of their officers are just like we need to head back and uh there was a pilot called uh richard best yeah yes his name was richard best his name was dick best they called him dick best okay back this is in the 40s remember
1: okay i was gonna leave that alone well he he was called dick best
0: sure um, he was like, nah, I want to keep looking mm. for these ships uh, and in doing so, by chance, they spotted a wake of a Japanese destroyer that was okay. chugging back to their fleet. Yeah. Because it was off chasing an American- Classic dick best. <laughs>
1: the, the destroyer American was- hero, dick best.
0: <laughs> he is American hero. I've got a little bit of information in <laughs> him at the end okay, for you. good. He is, he is actually an American hero. Yeah. Um,
1: Sounds like a legend.
0: The destroyer was off chasing a, an American submarine so it was going back to the group and it actually yep. led these two squadrons back, back to the group back to the group yeah so a bit of bit of luck there that's the first bit of like well it's actually the second bit the first bit is the powder keg that was in the carrier the uh this one's yep. um the second bit so beginning at ten twenty two, the two squadrons mm-hmm. uh split up and they were going to attack two carriers Yep. The Kaga and the Akai. I know that one. Do you? Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that World of Warships? It's ships? in World of Warships. <laughs> uh, but they kind of didn't talk to each other very well, so they ended up uh, dive
1: bombing the same ship. Okay, great same job. ship. Fantastic effort. Yep. I'll bet that wasn't Dick Best's fault. No, he noticed that they were doing that yeah, and called out
0: of the dive. Yes. So
1: American he, hero. He took his two wingmen. Dick Best.
0: Over to the other... Yep carrier and bombed that one. Yeah, what a legend. Uh, so, the Kaga sustained three to five direct hits, uh,
1: which caused heavy damage and started multiple fires. Oof. That is not a thing I ever want to experience as being stuck on a ship that's on fire. Japanese carriers had a wooden flight deck as well. Ah, oh, true. So, as it burns, there's just big holes. It's, it's full of flammable material. Jeez, that means as soon as it's on fire, it's useless. Well, there's lots of water around. Yeah, but look... But- these, the, the were, these were quite big fires. The thing that they're launching planes off of yep. is literally just burning. Yep. Okay. The other good thing
0: about Japanese carriers yep. is they they uh, painted Japanese flags at the front of their flight deck. What's a Japanese flag look like? It's a big target. It's a big target. It's yeah. a big red circle. So, so it was perfect for the anyone, dive bombers.
1: Anyone that's never seen the like World War Two era Japanese flag, the Japanese flag is called the rising sun. It's the same flag now. Yeah. It hasn't changed. Oh, no. No, wasn't it? Isn't the naval flag the one with the, like, lines coming off the circle in the middle? No. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is, boy.
0: Well, the one they painted on was their national flag. It was just the big red circle. So, they had big red circles at the front of their flight decks. Okay. No, I'm
1: right. There you go. Okay. Same with the lines on it. Oh, yeah. You think you know this topic. Anyway, the point is it's a big red circle at the oh, front of no. the ship. Hang on. All right. <sighs> the national flag. Oh, hang on. Oh, this is all irrelevant, but- Either of us could be right. I don't know. On you go.
0: So, yeah, they had the big red circle, perfect for dive bombers to aim at. Yeah. They both, they, both those carriers got hit. Uh, I have a, a quote from Lieutenant Clarence E. Dickinson,
1: part of McCluskey's group. What is with this country and <laughs> dick names. So, this guy Corporal was. Corporal Johnson. <laughs> this guy was part of the
0: other squadron that was flying with Dick yeah. Best. Dick best. Um, he's quoted in saying, we were coming down in all directions on the port side of the carrier. I recognized her as the Kaga and she was enormous. The target was utterly satisfying. I saw a bomb hit just behind where I was aiming. I saw the deck ripple apart and curling back in all directions, exposing a great section of the hangar below. I saw my 500 pound bomb, which is 230 kilograms, mm, hit right abreast of the carrier's island. The two 45-kilo bombs struck in the forward area of the parked
1: planes. Okay, so they've hit in front of the planes. Yep. So
0: yeah, so they've tore open the front of the flight. they exposed the hangar. Hit. I think the pla- like pain- planes are parked at the back where they get ready to take off.
1: So, yeah. So do you know how a dive bomb works? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. You go up, friggin' nose dive down. Pretty much. Drop your bomb, pull away, see you later. Well, you got to drop your bomb as late as possible. Yeah. because if you want it to be moving as quick and- well, it's, mean, you yeah. don't want them
0: to be able to move out of the road. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. want any wind or anything to affect yeah. it. So, they they drop it as low as possible and then pull out. Yeah. So, as I said, Dick Best had pulled out of that dive on that carrier and yeah. had moved over to the Akai. Uh, him and his two wingmen dove on that mm-hmm. um, and hit it. I've got a quote from a Japanese sailor. Okay, I'm going to have a crack at his name. All right, let's go. Mitsuo Fud- Fuchida. Sounds right. He is quoted in saying... Uh, held. Uh, a oh, lookout screamed, "Hell divers!" I looked up to see three black enemy planes plumbing towards our ship. Some of our machine guns managed to fire a few frantic bursts at them, but it was too late. The plump silhouettes of the American dauntless dive bombers quickly grew larger, and then a number of black
1: objects suddenly floated eerily from their wings. It'd be pretty terrifying. Yeah, I man, I being a modern wimp, I, <laughs> war just, it just sounds the absolute worst thing in the world and like i know that like yeah it is the worst thing in the world people don't enjoy war but like everything about it just sounds so terrifying you got these three giant machines just the the noise
0: they'd be making too like well that's the german um the name is messerschmitt uh no it's different the messerschmitt's the fighter the stucker yeah stucker bomber yeah yeah they're the ones that made that terrible whistling noise yeah that they there was a mist- I believe it was a mistake and they left it because it was scaring the crap out of yeah. the troops on the ground. But yeah, just imagine these three giant machines just plummeting down towards you and then yeah, you see the bombs drop off and there's just nothing you can do about yeah. it. And you're on a ship in the middle of an ocean. Mm-hmm. So it is said that the Akai only sustained one direct hit. Yeah. But it's the one that had all the bombs, the, the powder, powder keg. keg. Yeah, that is the one that had the powder yeah. keg. It and had
1: that- the, the omen. And guess who dropped that bomb that they reckon hit it? Dick Best, American hero. They reckon it was him. And friend of the show. And it uh, s-
0: struck the middle of the sh- um the deck. First merch. And it exploded where all the f- Dick Best it enamel ring. Ex- it exploded in the hangout where all the planes were refueling. All the bombs and stuff weren't stored properly, so yeah. it just uh yeah it, it Dick Best explode. <laughs> yeah, it uh it was
1: not pretty. It was. One bomb took <laughs> no, it out No, not pretty is an understatement. Well, it just say one here, bomb blew up a whole ship. Yeah, it
0: yeah. th- just say there's recorded of a terrific fire, bodies all over the place. Oh, jeez. Plane stood yeah. up, plane stood tail up, belching livid flames and jet black smoke making it impossible to bring the fires under control. Oof. Uh, another bomb also exploded underwater yep. close to the stern, resulting mm-hmm. in a geyser which flint, uh, which bent the um, flight deck upwards. Uh, as in so the, water geyser. A water geyser from the bomb exploding bent the wow. end of the flight deck.
1: That's some power.
0: So at the same time, uh, planes from the Yorktown yeah. went for the Soryu. Okay. I, that's not pronounced correctly. Cool. Uh, and they reckon they hit that three times, causing extensive damage, ignited gasoline, creating another inferno um, while stacked bombs and ammunition exploded. So that's pretty much at one time, three Japanese carriers yep. on fire. All gone. On fire. So within six minutes, the Soiru and the Kaga were ablaze from stem to stern, uh, fire spreading quickly through them. The Kai, having been struck with only one bomb, took uh, longer to burn, but it was they couldn't extinguish it, and it was eventually consumed by the flames and had to be abandoned. So the Japanese Admiral was uh, Nagamo. Mm-hmm. Um, Which ship's he on? I think he was on the Akai. Okay. He began to grasp the enormity of what had happened, and he's actually gone into a, sh- a state of shock at the moment. Yeah. So witnesses say they saw him standing near the ship's compass, looking out at the flames on his flagship. The flagship was the Akai. Um, and the two other characters in a trance-like daze. Despite being asked to abandon the ship, Nagamo did not move and was reluctant to leave the Akai, just muttering, it's not time yet. Nagamo's chief of staff was able to persuade him to leave the critically damaged ship. And with barely a perceptible nod and tears in his in his
1: eyes, he agreed to go. Can you like? It would be you're you're rocking up on this day and you're going. This is going to be the greatest day of my career. They thought they had this they battle. Thought in they thought they had books. this sewed up, yep. right? They thought it was done already, and then all of a sudden, three ships are gone. Three of your carriers gone. Yep, and you're just like, oh great. These are fleet carriers, so they're even bigger than a normal. Like they've yep. got light carriers and stuff like that. These are like flagships of their yeah. fleet. Why is like is Dick Best a character in the movie? Yes. Excellent. That's going to make you whoa, watch the movie now. Probably, yeah. Is yeah. it Brad Pitt? No. Oh, well, that's poor casting.
0: <laughs> so, all three carriers <laughs> remain temporarily afloat. Uh, yeah. Despite initial hopes the Akai could be saved, or at least towed back to Japan, all three were eventually abandoned and scuttled. So, oh. they sunk them. Yeah. Counterattack attack by the Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hairu, the sole surviving Japanese carrier, they launched a counterattack. Uh, first wave consisted of a couple of dive bombers uh, following the retreating American aircraft and attacked the first carrier they encountered, which was the Yorktown, Yorktown. Which is the only American character of, yeah. carrier of, of um, I've actually named at the moment. Uh, they hit her with three bombs and blew a hole in the deck and snuffed out all but one of her boilers.
1: Okay. So she's limping again immediately. She's not moving. Okay. There's only
0: one boiler's left. Right. So they've got a little... They must have had like flags to communicate to the rest of the fleet. So they yep. said they had a little flag up saying that we're... We're cooked. We're broken down. Yeah. We, we can't move.
1: We're attack there, AF.
0: And what did I say? There was um, holes in her flight deck as well. Yeah. The uh, damage control parties were able to temporarily patch the flight deck and restore power to several boilers within an hour. Wow. So that gave her a speed. That's quick. Yeah. They gave her a speed what of 35 Ks ship? an hour. They're I know. Like, it's, this ship just keeps on
1: going. It'll take seven years. Oh, it's
0: done. So w- that allowed her to move, resume operations. They were able to
1: launch planes okay. again. Because Even they, with the holes in the flight deck. Well, they patched them
0: oh, within true. an hour. Yeah, Wow. Yeah, there, there you go. I've got written down here. New Yorktown yanked down her yellow breakdown flag and up went a new hoist. What was that hoist? Uh, it just says, my speed five. So, they must have like a flag that signals yeah. how fast speed. they can go type of thing. Uh, the captain, which Captain Buckmaster, signaled his men to hoist a new American flag on the foremast as well. Nice. And I did read a quote saying that one sailor that day realized the importance of the American flag. It just gave him, gave the whole ship an inspiration. this brand new flag. You imagine the ships, the ships took a beating at Coral Sea. It's just taken another beating. Whole thing is held together with sticky tape and hope. Pretty much, yeah. and out comes this brand new. I've got dimensions of the
1: flag if you want to hear it. Mm, yep, ten by fifteen feet. That's a big flag. It's a big flag. That's one and a half mes by two o- years. Almost three mes Yeah. So an hour later, a second wave come back Such to New Yorktown.
0: No, from the the courier. carrier. Yeah, I meant
1: from the Japanese. Oh, from the yep. Japanese.
0: Yep. Sorry. They come back to the Yorktown, and it said that the repair effort was so effective the Japanese pilots thought the Yorktown was a different ship. Oh really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> like what's this? So they thought they were attacking an undamaged carrier. Wow. Good they, job. They attacked it, crippling it. I'll bet your Dick Best landed, fixed it himself, took off again. No,
0: he was on another. I don't want to hear
1: what. I don't want. I want it, I don't want to know. Dick he, Best fixed it. Okay. <laughs>
0: American hero. For everyone else, I believe he was on the Enterprise, the USS
1: Enterprise. Well, no, because that's from Star Don't, Trek Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I knew where that was going. Oh, he saw it coming. Uh, so
0: they hit it with two torpedoes and she lost all power and developed a twenty three degree list to
1: port. Ooh, that is a list. Yeah. Uh so they so thought that's just a list is when the ship's like tilted. It. Over it's tilted. On its, side. it's twenty yeah. degrees tilted in the water. Yeah. It's
0: off. It's not sitting level. It's off 20, yeah. 23 degrees to the left. Port is left. Do you know the rhyme? No. There's no red port left. So red is on the left and that's the port side. Fun fact. Don't say you don't learn anything from this podcast. If you ever find yourself on a boat and you need to go to the port side. No port left. That's the left. But- no red port. It's important because you've got red and green. All right.
1: Cool. <laughs> I'm never going on a boat again. No. <laughs> So, they, the Japanese thought they had two different carriers. Yeah, um, right. So, they're going, hooray, two down, one to go. That's
0: exactly it. That's yeah. exactly what they thought. Yep. So, later that afternoon, the Yorktown Scout Aircraft located that Japanese carrier. Yep. And the Enterprise launched another strike of 24 dive bombers. So, they've scrounged up. Because they lost planes attacking the other ones last time. So, they didn't just go and bomb these three carriers and come out unscathed. They lost planes yep. to Japanese fighters, fighter planes shot them down Mm -hmm. some pilots took too late to dive out so they crashed after they dropped their bombs so the enterprise launched 24 dive bombers and there was a couple of fighters that come from um, the Yorktown because it was now being abandoned yeah so they've left that and uh, i believe they were going to go back to one of the other carriers Mm because they couldn't land on it anymore and they say that squadron hit the Hyrule four maybe five times okay so they gave it a good slap and it's on fire now too okay So that's the last one now. That is all four of the Japanese carriers. Yep. On fire, if not already
1: destroyed. Take the L, boys.
0: So they tried to control the fire on the Hairu, but they couldn't. So they evacuated it. So they had other support ships. Yep. Uh, They evacuated and headed northeast. They tried to scuttle it. The Japanese tried to scuttle the uh, carrier with a torpedo. That didn't work because she stayed afloat for a couple more hours afterwards. So then they thought,
1: okay, we'll tow this one back to Japan. Gone.
0: after after they went well, okay we'll save it now
1: it's sunk let's try and sink it oh oh no save it oh no now so it's gone the ship's yep. captain he decided to go down with the ship oh jeez, yep so tradition it, isn't it the best
0: well yeah they reckon that cost japan their best carrier officer They reckon yeah so he decided to go down and apparently the story goes one young sailor tried to i want to stay it. with you captain and he's yeah. like no you japan needs young men off you go
1: just so dumb like i I will never understand the, oh, go deal with your ship. Like, it's just stupid. Well, the Japanese are very traditional. Yeah, great. I, I understand that. Respect that. Dumb tradition. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: So, that's pretty much it. That was late afternoon, the last little yeah. battle between the Hairu
1: and the Yorktown Enterprise. So, in one day, this whole beautiful plan of Japan's- Undone. Gone.
0: So, into the night, they uh, both sides pretty much took stock of what happened, what,
1: what damage was caused. Because war didn't really continue at night. In world war ii did it it was just like oh we need daylight uh yeah th- i think they did i think yeah. with with carrier-based
0: warfare you mm. needed daylight the americans were afraid that the japanese battleships were going to actually come in at night time because yeah. they would they had a better history at night time in fighting japanese battleships
1: were very feared back then they were yeah. massive as you would know from world mm-hmm. War ships. yes the totally historically accurate game yep i believe each ship is pretty accurate yeah sure
0: um, anyway Not the point um, They were also afraid That Japan was going to try That landing invasion At night time On the actual island itself Yep So that was it Alright That was the end of the fighting Pretty much Yep Attack AF So we're going to go back To your ship The Yorktown Yeah. USS Yorktown uh, They tried to salvage it mm. So she was going to get Towed back to Again per- Yeah. Yep. She was going to get Towed back to Pearl Harbor Yep uh, But on the afternoon Of the 6th of June A Japanese submarine ah oh. uh, Found it Boom. And it hit the ship towing it and it yeah. hit the uh, Yorktown. Boo. So there was not really any casualties because it yeah, was pretty much abandoned. pretty much empty, Yeah. Yep. What happened to it was... Sunk probably, right? It sunk um, but the that 23 degree list mm-hmm. started increasing to port Yeah. and soon afterwards on 5.30 it had pretty much tipped all the way onto her port side and it revealed the big torpedo hole in the side yep. of the ship. And down she goes. So yeah, there was a bunch of ships at half mast and there was some planes that um, dip their wings to salute it because this ship had been through a lot we've been with it yeah. from the coral sea yeah for a whole month it's taken a lot of damage yeah fix it up got it back out it's gone through i feel a
1: connection with it and it's like <laughs> 60 years 80 years ish later Yep. Yeah. so yeah on to our mate american hero richard best american hero
0: would you like dick some information best. on dick best absolutely okay he is credited to be the only pilot in history to strike two carriers in one day. Nice. So, they credit him with the uh, strike in the Akai. Yep. And the one on the Hayru. Nice. Is he still alive? No. He died in October of 2001
1: at 91. Wow. So, the other thing- So, he would have been, if it was 2001, he would have been, what, 50? What? No. He would have been 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, this was uh, 42. He would have been in his 30s. 39. Man, some terrible maths there. 39. Thirty-nine.
0: Wow. Um, it is said that he was the best dive bomber in World War Two. Yeah. Um, and something else that's interesting. Mm-hmm. for uh, Our mate, American hero.
1: American hero.
0: During that first mission yep. to bomb the Akai, mm-hmm. uh, he actually uh, had a faulty oxygen canister.
1: Okay. So, so he if, couldn't breathe.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It was creating <laughs> uh, caustic. What? He was. He was creating caustic soda instead of oxygen. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So that he couldn't breathe, and that actually activated uh, latent tuberculosis in his lungs. Yeah, right. So he was retired from flying but later that, that year. Yeah,
1: he never flew again. Oh, really? No. What a way to go out, though. What a way to go out. Yeah, American hero. So that's the Battle of Midway. Yeah, big one.
0: There's, like I said, there was just some events like the mistake on the Japanese side loading the it just seems the powder like- keg up. The luck of those squadrons finding the yeah, carriers just after getting lost. Finding it, yeah. And it it changed World War Two. Japan never recovered from losing those four carriers. And yeah, so, how much? How many did they have in total? Carriers?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. More than four. More than four. Um, at at the Battle of Midway, they had four. Yeah. Um, and they lost all four. It just seems like Japan went, all right, this is our plan, nothing can go wrong, and then everything went wrong. I've got some stats here on
0: on yeah. what was lost. Yeah. Okay. On the US side was one fleet carrier, Rip Yorkian. Oh. One destroyer.
1: Pull one out for my homie.
0: 150 aircraft destroyed. And then we had 307 um, sailors killed, including yeah. three killed as prisoners.
1: Oof. Okay.
0: Uh, on the Japanese side, mm-hmm. there was four fleet carriers sunk, one heavy cruiser, one heavy cruiser damaged, 400? No, 248 aircraft destroyed, 3,057 sailors killed, and
1: 37 captured. So big just big numbers all around yeah
0: they never they never recovered yeah. it, it um let the America Americans um, maintain dominancy
1: yeah in the Pacific which eventually led to them winning everything over in the Pacific
0: yeah well you know how they won yep dropped a couple of bombs just a couple yep just Crisp
1: two two fat boy is is fat man is it fat boy fat boy fat boy and little man I think so I think that's yeah. correct I feel like I should know that one but anyway well, yeah, big battle. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just find it one battle pretty much It's just turned the tide. a series of unfortunate events for Japan.
0: In a way, but yeah. some of those events were their own doing. Yeah. That one Admiral's decision to chop and change all the time. Yeah. And their whole plan was based
1: on old tactics as well. They never yeah. really developed new. Update to what was modern. Yeah, correct. Yeah. All right. Well, good well, story, boy. Thanks for listening to Cheeky Tales this week. Yeah, episode two in the books. Time all to right. start editing. Yeah, well, we got. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time, Tuesday in two weeks' time. Hope to uh, speak to you then. It'll be your turn then, won't it? It so will be my turn. Yep. So you'll be telling us a cheeky tale. Or I will, will be telling you a cheeky tale. Telling all of you a cheeky tale. Again, thank you for listening. Um, yeah. Hope Raycon, you enjoyed. Are out there? Give us some sponsorship. <laughs> you got to keep plugging that until you go, don't to to rake know. on. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Race to on. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone.